Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Marvel Mania, the podcast where we talk anything and everything Marvel. Uh, well, maybe except for today, that is, right, yes. Garrett? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes, today we have something very uh, special and uh, unconventional uh, planned to talk about today. Uh, considering there is not much Marvel content coming out at the moment, we're still kind of waiting on Moon Knight uh, to drop on March 30th, I believe it is, on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, so two weeks from, or a week and a half from today. week and a half from today, that's right. It comes out Wednesdays. Uh, uh, March, Wednesday, March 30th. Yeah. Wednesday, March 30th. So while we're waiting for that, uh, we figured, although calling ourselves Marvel Mania kind of feels like an illegal move here, but we are going to dive into the Batman today. Oh, absolutely. I'm so excited to talk about this. I film. know. I feel like, how, how could we pass this up? For all of you who have seen the Batman uh, so far, you already know it is a fantastic, it is very gritty, very grounded, and it really brings Batman back to the roots of what he is, a true detective. Yes, exactly. It is a phenomenal um, film. Um, maybe not quite as good as Christopher Nolan's trilogy, but, um, overall a fantastic film. And we figure we would, uh, dive right into that today. So Garrett, what are your opening thoughts about the latest Batman film? I think that it was done per almost perfectly, uh, the way he was able to bring back like the detective side of him, but yet still like the emotional side of Batman, like in uh, all the emotions he's been building up over the years, his parents' death, mm. uh, yeah. And then his emotion of just like how he feels towards Gotham, how he's uh, like he's doing that no kill type of thing, like right. you know, like his like his main rule is like don't kill people. Yes. Um, yeah. So I I absolutely love that how he nailed Batman as a character himself, uh, and then also um, Robert Pattinson did a great job with a young Bruce Wayne as well, in my opinion. I I think he was an okay Bruce Wayne. I will say I think he was. Um, potentially arguably the best batman yet uh, he's like neck and neck with uh christian bale's batman for me they're very close oh, yeah. uh, but i i think i think he nails the voice a little bit better than christian bale did christian bale did a very like grovelly um batman voice and it almost sounded silly sometimes yeah. um like it and that opening scene the dark knight where he's like i'm not wearing a hockey mask and it just sounds very grovelly whereas robert pattinson he just does a very low you know i'm batman you know kind of low um softer whisper voice and i think that does sound better oh um, yeah i can see that but as for bruce wayne i one of my few complaints that i have for this film is that his bruce wayne acts way too much like his batman persona they're almost the same character and i do get that the script kind of requires him to be that way um because you know he's very brooding and he's very uh, upset all the time and we don't even get to see him that much as bruce wayne but i wish there was a little bit more you know, uh, distinguish differences between him acting as Bruce Wayne and him acting as Batman. Because I feel like if you were to ask, out of all the Batman films, if you were to go around and ask the people of Gotham, you know, who do you think this dark vigilante is? I feel like most people in this one, if they actually thought about it, would say, oh, the, you know, the young, uh, the young billionaire with a bunch of time on his hands who we hardly ever see and who's dark and brooding even when he's Bruce Wayne. Like, I feel like that would be a little bit easier to tell That's true. who Batman actually is, you know, because he's supposed to be like this eccentric um, uh, Playboy billionaire, and we don't really get to see that yet. I'm hoping we get to see something more like that maybe in the sequel. Um, but that is one of the few complaints that I have is that I feel like he's just a little bit too um dark and brooding. I feel like the same can be said for a lot of the other characters too. Like I went back and I watched the Dark Knight trilogy after I watched the Batman, and I personally feel that the um 
our, our main cast in the in the Dark Knight trilogy, they had way more range to their characters than the characters in the Batman did. Obviously, the Batman is more dark, it is more gritty, it is more serious. Um, but then you know that doesn't mean the characters all have to act very somber. Um, you know, very you know, all their voices be very grovelly. Like it wasn't just Batman; it was Commissioner Gordon. Uh, it was Alfred. I feel like everyone kind of did that. The only character that I feel brought a lot of life to the screen, um, yeah, to the screen, to the movie, and the one that stole all the scenes for me was Colin Farrell as the Penguin. He was like the standout for me. I, I was so surprised, and it was hard to believe it was even him underneath all of that makeup and prosthetics. But he stole every scene. He was in. He is by far my favorite penguin. We haven't really seen a whole lot of interpretations of that character, but hands down, he was so much um, fun to watch. And then, of course, Paul Dano as the Riddler played a very creepy. Oh, he did an amazing job. Yeah, I think it's how the, Rid the Riddler should have been played from the get go. Yes, from the beginning. Yeah, uh, very different than Jim. Car this is definitely not a Jim Carrey character. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh no. Um, not even close to what Jim Carrey's Riddler was like. And I agree. This is what the Riddler from the original Batman comics should have been like. You know, he's obviously very mentally ill. He's kind of a serial killer uh, psychopath. And his plot in this movie, um, you know, I want to try and touch on it without going into spoilers, but I, I always love when they have a villain in a movie where you can kind of sympathize with at least their goals or their motivation. And essentially his motivation in this movie is to unmask the truth is what he keeps saying. And by unmasking yeah. the truth, he means exposing the corrupt officials and politicians in Gotham, which, of course, you know, we should always hold our um, uh, politicians accountable, um, especially if they are corrupt. So, you know, that that alone doesn't seem like such a horrible thing. But then the way he goes about it is oh, very yeah. creepy, very oh, yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Um, now, for me personally, I don't quite think he beats Heath Ledger's performance at the Joker. I mean, the, the bar is just set way too high. What are your thoughts on that, though? Oh, I it's hard to judge because they're two totally different characters. I mean, like they're both Batman villains and they both mm -hmm. have serial killer mo like motives, but they're at the same time. Joker is supposed to be more like, I hate Batman. I want to expose Batman, where he's more of like the real is supposed to be expose everyone, including That's Batman. True. Yeah. Um, the Joker is also more. He's he's about chaos. He just wants to cause chaos. Yeah, he's supposed yeah. to cause chaos. So it's really hard to put a line between the two of them mm -hmm. i think that the riddler and joker aren't really comparable so i wouldn't consider like him better or worse than heath ledger's joker now the joker from uh this movie if you want to consider him in this movie oh that's uh, right well yeah that, that's, a, that's a spoiler alert right there ladies oh, and gentlemen I'm sorry about that. i was not thinking <laughs> no that's I, that's fine it's pretty much safe to say we're going to go into spoilers here um Though I feel like almost everyone knows by now. Uh, but yeah, what are, you, what are your thoughts on uh, them introducing that Joker? I didn't like him, personally. It was not very. It was a really short scene, but yeah. I didn't like him. Yeah. Said, it was just weird. You know, when I first saw that scene at the end, I thought that was Two-Face in Arkham Asylum. Because when we first see his face, half of it is, like, scarred off. It's completely messed up. And I was like, what is that? Is that Two-Face? Yeah. Um, and I was seeing it with a friend of mine, and he looked over. He's like, no, it's, what are you talking about? It's the Joker. I was like, oh, well, you know, you see kind of his face scarred off like that you think it'd be two-faced but then he starts laughing maniacally and it's like okay i get i guess that's the joker it's not like you said not a great joker but you know here we are yeah no i understand that completely yeah um i i really hope though that he doesn't become the um main antagonist of the next batman film because i feel like we've already we've done that way too much uh we currently have two other jokers still 
you know, two other actors playing the Joker in the DC universe. Um, I guess Jared Leto is somehow still the Joker. They still have him in the cards. And then Joaquin Phoenix might even play. Um, they might have a sequel to his Joker movie from 2019. So I think the last thing we need in the Batman universe is a another new Joker, a new yeah. Joker. Yeah, that is the last thing we need. I mean, there's so many Batman villains out there. Um, you know, you can choose from any. Actually, if you had to choose, let's say, let's say you could pick two Batman villains for the Batman sequel, who would you pick? Ooh, I do like Two Face. He have a like a revamp of how he was in The Dark Knight. Uh, I do like him, and then I want to see the Penguin really badly like, as like a main villain. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, he was... With Colin Farrell playing him again, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, lucky for you, there is going to be a new TV show, a series coming out on HBO Max starring the Penguin. Oh, really? Just about him. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. also don't have HBO Max, so I probably won't oh, watch shoot. it. But... <laughs> I was trying to get you on my account, I guess. Oh, Work something out. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I would be great to see the Penguin again, and he could definitely come back eventually. If I had to pick two... You know, I, I, I want to try and pick two that fit with this particular type of um, trilogy, if that's the way Matt Reeves go, uh, goes with. I want to try and pick two that work with his, you know, feel of Gotham. Like, I, I really want to see a, uh, a really cool version of Killer Croc. I think that would be awesome. But it's clear that he's going for more detective, noir, you know, style um, superhero films. So that being said, I think it would be very beneficial to show the um, the Court of Owls. Have you ever heard heard of them? I've never heard of him or they or whatever. <laughs> they are. Um, I, I don't really know a whole lot about them myself, but they are from one of the Batman comics, obviously. Um, and I I believe they're like you know some sort of small, um, not not quite a gangster organization, um, but almost like a um political kind of like. You know how the Riddler tries and over, you know, not overthrows uh, the political figures, but he tries and exposes them. The yeah. Court of Owls, they basically try and overthrow the political figures, and then they um, select one of their own to become the new mayor of Gotham, while they kind of secretly rule from the shadows. So oh, to speak. yeah, so, so like a Hydra from the Marvel universe. Almost like a Hydra. That's kind of a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah almost you. like the Hydra. Um, so I think that'd be very interesting because I think they could do a lot more with the political side of it. Uh, also, I would love to see the Scarecrow coming back oh, into the Batman that'd films. be cool. I think that would be, be awesome. Really cool. He's freaky. <laughs> he is. He is freaky. That's what I love about him. His design is so cool, so unique. And we got to see a little bit of him. Uh, played by Cillian Murphy in Batman Begins, but he felt more like a side character, more like a you know background character almost. Yeah. I want to see him be the main antagonist with a lot of screen time. Oh, no, I agree with that completely. Um, yeah, I don't think there's... A, there's not really a bad character you can have in this movie, I don't think. In the sequel, I guess. Yeah, yeah, not really. Um, I definitely trust... I don't want to, I don't want to see another Joker, but no, he still, he still would not be bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was they, whoever they pick, if, especially if it's Joaquin Phoenix, mm-hmm. would be a good fit. There's even a chance that they could bring the Riddler back in some way, which you know I wouldn't mind that. I don't. I wouldn't want him to be like the main. He wouldn't be know. the main villain. Yeah, he wouldn't he be might the be main like villain. A side thing if like the yeah. Arkham Asylum like gets shot down or whatever, like the whole building collapses or whatever, and he escapes. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. They can even kind of do what they did with Scarecrow in the Dark Knight trilogy. I almost forgot that even though he was. He actually had more of a prominent role in Batman Begins than he did the other two, but he kept popping up throughout the other films to just kind of 
you know, cause chaos or do whatever the, just to remind him that he is still out there causing trouble, I guess. You know, oh, yeah. there's always more villains and villains in Gotham to uh, take care of. That's for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, and then who else is there? We also had Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. I think yep. she did a phenomenal job. She did an amazing job. Yeah. That was, I was so, was so shocked by how well she did. Um, and it's not, nothing against her. I mean, she's, she's been a great actress for oh, yeah. years. But just picking it's, – it's hard sometimes to pick, like, the big actors to play big characters because they're already established something else. That's why I was shocked when they picked um, Robert Pattinson as Batman. Cause like, oh, he's the, he's the Twilight character. Right? That's – yeah, Harry everyone Potter. knows I'm him. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, gosh. This either be really – he'll either kill it or people will just think of him as um, Edward from Twilight. Yeah. So I'm like, oh no, please just he's he, his new face will be Batman though. I can almost promise you that. Oh, after how well of a guaranteed. Movie he did yeah. With this one. Yeah, so. it, it's a shame that people, you know, they were so worried going into this movie because they didn't think that he was going to be a good Batman. And um, I talked to some people coming out of the theater that I work at, and they still didn't think he did a phenomenal job. I I think he really blew it out of the park with this one. Oh, me too. Um, but some people. You know, you got to be careful when you're an actor. He chose a role for Twilight, and I feel like that's how he's going to be remembered for most of his career. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, this will be a turnaround to where he can be um, the Batman. And, and like I said, I, Christian Bale, I still th- I still think, does a much better uh, Bruce Wayne. But, hey, if this is to become a trilogy, you know, depending on how the next two movie, movies go, he could become my new favorite Bruce Wayne and Batman. He's kind of tied, like I said, with Christian Bale for Batman. I um, like him more as Batman personally. Than Christian Bale, but as Bruce Wayne, I do like Christian Bale a little better. Yeah, I think the only reason is because he was more matured. Yeah, Bruce Wayne. That's true. Where in this move, in this movie, um, they were going for like a younger Bruce Wayne, trying to figure out what everything was. Like that's why like a bunch of the tech wasn't as intense as some other movies from yeah, Batman. That's very true. Now having to um putting aside comparing the Batmans. If you had to compare this to the infamous Dark Knight, basically the pinnacle of all superhero movies, arguably, better or worse? Would you say the Batman's better or worse than the Dark Knight? Ooh. Um, I'm going to get a lot of backlash for this. I think it's on par. On par, okay. Yeah, only About because the same. Uh, I think they had... Like since they didn't, like they didn't go right into Bat- Batman's story, like they did in Batman Begins and then yes. Dark Knight. Yeah, that's it was just true. they hopped straight into it, so there wasn't as much like backstory to the movie, which made it really entertaining. Because we all know Batman's backstory: his parents died, oh, yeah. blah, blah blah. You get we, we've seen the whole thing so many times now. Yeah, yeah. and that's what Matt Reeves says. He said, "Yeah, we're not going to do that again. We've already it's been beaten to death." So. Yeah, no, exactly. It's like how Spider-Man: Homecoming didn't even go into right. Yeah, like, that type of idea. Yeah. Um. So I really liked what they did with it. And I think that's one of the reasons why I like it. Um, it's darker, which is weird to think about because Dark Knight is pretty dark. It, it is there, yeah. Pun for the Dark Knight. Pun intended. <laughs> um, but yeah, I it's it's on par. The only thing that really makes Dark Knight maybe better is uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, I feel like that's and what that's, eventually comes that's down so to. That's so hard to top. Yeah, but I do like the Riddler in this movie. Um. Like a lot, uh, he uh, what's it, who played him? Again? Uh, Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Paul Dano yeah. plays the Riddler. Yeah, killed yeah. it. He did kill it. Kill it. Yeah. So, I will um, say personally, uh, I I thought about it for maybe thirty seconds. Well, I, I thought about it for a little while. Then I went back after I watched the Batman. I went home later that night, 
I watched The Dark Knight. About halfway through the movie, I was like, okay, um, I, I guess I was like, all right, it's still kind of on par here. You know, maybe the Batman's better. I, I forgot that The Dark Knight it took a little bit of time to actually get going. Yeah. But that second half of the movie, I think it was everything that happened from the chase scene through the streets of Gotham. A- everything after that chase scene was just pitch perfect. Absolutely incredible. And by the time the movie ended, I was like, hands down, The Dark Knight's better. I don't think anything's going to be it. I haven't seen The Dark Knight in a couple of years, like maybe two or three. Oh, I would recommend going back. And, yeah, I probably will. It. I'm actually seeing The Batman again tonight. Oh, nice. Uh, so that'll be really fun. I'm going with uh, some family friends. My girlfriend, her family, I guess you should say. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. But Yeah, besides The Dark Knight just taking a little while to get going, it is a true, perfect comic book film. So I would definitely say that's better. There's a few things about The Batman, like I said, I would change. You know, I feel everyone's character is just all kind of the same. They're a little bit stagnant. And I also think that the Riddler's plan, although interesting and perfect, you know, um, his motivation is actually intriguing, kind of falls apart near the end of the movie. Uh, I won't spoil or say why, but I think it just it, it doesn't really make sense at the end. Uh, but besides that, that yeah. still a phenomenal – and this is what I – I guess I should leave off with this. This is what I've been telling everyone. And as soon as I stepped out of the theater for the first time, I immediately told my friend this. I was like, well, it wasn't the best Batman movie ever. Uh, although it's up there, it's not the best Batman movie ever. But it is a damn good detective noir or noir detective movie. Oh, for sure. Phenomenal. It almost doesn't feel like a comic book movie in some aspects. Mm-hmm. But it is incredible. And after thinking about it, I'd probably give it – a four out of five stars which does tie with spider-man no way home but i think the batman is still better than spider-man no way home uh, though- it depends on what scenes you're talking about actually uh, yeah i should ask you that because you're a huge spider-man fan I'm a huge Spider-Man I, I, I would fan. be surprised uh, if you chose the batman i like some scenes in the batman better than spider-man although okay. like because like what we said in the in the previous couple podcasts mm-hmm. uh what's his name toby mcguire should have died which uh, I think is really important, but um, besides that, I think that Spider-Man, I do like Spider-Man better, but mm-hmm. Batman is still really good. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I think that is all the time we have for today. Uh, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed our uh, DC our, our DC day, I guess we can call it. Yeah, we'll <laughs> maybe, call we'll, it maybe we'll try these more often on Marvel Mania. Um, you know, so long as Marvel is uh, kind of at a standstill right now. But once Moon Knight gets going, we'll definitely have some more stuff for you guys. And then Doctor Strange comes out not too long after that. Doctor Strange will be here before we know it. So, yeah, we'll finally have some good Marvel stuff to talk about again. But uh, thank you all for listening today, and we'll see you all later. Yes. Peace.